What's going on, everyone? It is your favorite night, our favorite night, Pint Saturdays. I am your host and one half of Team Cool Dads, Josh Stanton, joined by my co-host, the other half of Team Cool Dads, and the best mustache in Colorado, Jack McMullen. What's going on, Jack? What's poppin', brother? Hey, man. I got to bring the stash back, bro. We got to bring the stash brothers back, man. Hey, I, I had to bring it up. You know, I've been thinking about it a lot lately. I know we had the stashes on a while ago, and then we, we kind of got rid of them, but I think we may need to bring them back. I feel like we were better at FIFA when we had the stashes. We were. It, and, and to be honest, if, if you guys out there haven't seen Jack's stash, like, I mean, when I say it was beautiful, it was beautiful. It was like a Manscaped commercial. Josh, like, it, wasn't, it wasn't beautiful. It was a beaut. You know this. The way it was edged, I mean, don't get me started on Jack's mustache. That thing that thing had a name of its own. It was the Butte. Oh, for sure. The Butte. Let's go, baby. <laughs> hey, what's what's popping, brother? I'm good, man. I'm good. You know, brother, just uh, you know, it fully entrenched in that draft season. How are you feeling, man? How many mock drafts have you looked at by have you looked at now? Um, I literally peeped one right before I got on the podcast. Uh they got a it's... second Kenny Pickett. Pretty hyped. Pretty brother. hyped. I'll be honest. I see a lot of I see a quarterback going to you guys in a lot of mock drafts. I've seen Kenny Pickett. I mean, I've seen the guy from UNC. I forget his name. Um, I've it's seen a Matt Coral. Um, Kenny Pickett would be solid draft picks for us, man. But I'm not sure about the UNC kid. I'll, I'll Sam Howell. Sam Howell. That's who it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, it'll it'll be fun, man. I've seen uh, you know, obviously my Giants five and seven. Uh, I've seen offensive linemen all over the place. That center from Iowa is 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 I think is a kind of a lock to us. The dude's an absolute monster. I don't know if you get, if you saw that play where he was running down the field to to uh, like right alongside a running back to make a block, like just yeah, stride no, for stride. That. Yeah, he looks like a he looks like a freak. He also was a wrestler in high school. He wrestled um, Tristan Tri- Wirfs. Oh, you saw it, yeah. And he Brother, beat him. our twitters are linked. I feel like I see all the same <laughs> stuff you see. Hey man, yeah, no, the kid looks like a scrappy guy, man. You need guys like that on the line that are, you know want to take on blocks and and not people to their to their butts. Pancakes like big old. Hey. <laughs> oh, shout out to shout out to Jeremy Schultz, my man. He texted us earlier and said uh, he kind of, he was thinking about maybe hopping on the pod with us, having a little bit of conversation, but he had to flip some pancakes and, and make his uh, stash for the week. So hopefully, Jerm, we love you, brother. Hopefully you're uh, you're chefing up those pancakes. Jack, are you ready to uh, you ready to hop up into these toppings? Let's do it, dog. Let's get it. Hey, man, these are some good ones, too. I, I'm pretty excited about these. You ready for the can you handle the first one, man? Are you ready? I'm not sure, man. I hope so. Listen. Let's get it. Hey, hey, let's get it. Here we go. Pete Davidson and Tom Holland are rumored to be hosting the Oscars, one of them. So my question for you, Jack, is who's going to do the better job? I'm team Tom, but who are you team? I'm with you, brother. I'm team Tom all day, dude. Like, I'm a big Tom Holland fan. Not just because he's Spider-Man. Not just because he's an actor or Spider-Man. Did you ever see when he did uh, that dance routine on uh, uh, the lip sync battle, bro? The little man's got moves, and like I, I just feel like he's like naturally funny and witty. Pete Davidson, he's you know he's funny too, but he's more of a dry humor. I, I've seen enough of Pete Davidson recently, man. I, give me give me some more Tom Holland. I, I'll be all for that. Hey, we're Team Tom over here on Pine Saturdays. Let us know if you're Team Pete or Team Tom. Moving on to the second top of the night, topping of the night, MGK and Megan Fox got engraved and supposedly uh, drank each other's blood. Uh, Jack, immediate thoughts. Uh, mine are uh, that's weird with a capital W. But what are your first thoughts? 
my first thoughts are when I sent you the toppings, I sent it with a typo. It should have been engaged, not engrave. Uh, oh, that makes per- that makes per- <laughs> as I'm reading it, I'm like, I'm like engraved. So I'm I literally, yeah, I was kind of thrown off because that made it even weirder. I'm dead. So, I'm so uh, dead. yeah. Uh, second, and I did it while I was putting the boy to sleep. So yeah, apologies for that. Second initial dot drinking blood, even if it's your significant other spouse is extremely creepy. Like, what are we doing here? I feel like uh, MGK and, and Megan Fox are trying to be like, um, Billy Bob Thornton and Angelina Jolie from like the early 2000s trying to do like the weird crap. Like, it's just too much. It's like, stop. You can love someone. Without having to drink their blood, like that's gross. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, you know, you know, I love Janet with every ounce of my body, but I love her with a hug, man. Like, just yeah. give her a nice, nice hug, you know. A nice hug, maybe a kiss on the lips occasionally. Yeah, kiss on the lips. Tell her I love her. You know, just normal husband things. You know. Yeah, not some vampire stuff. You know. Yeah. All right, moving on to the third topping of the night. Hey, Bob Saget, great actor, really funny guy. Actually, just passed away. Rest in peace. Um, here's your, who's your full, your, uh, your favorite full house character, Jack. Yeah. I'm going to have to go with the, the Olsen twins, brother. I think I like uh, it. Dude, when I saw these topics, I thought about them, but go ahead. Give me there, there's any reason why they're just your favorite. Just like, I guess probably because around that time in my life, I was a little boy and like, I don't know. I just thought like, it was cool that they're on TV and they're so famous back then. They had their own movies and stuff. Probably had a crush on them. Who knows? Uh, but they were absolutely my favorite, man. Uh, it it kind of reminds me of my childhood, just thinking of the Olsen twins, just in general. You know, now that they're older, it's like, it's kind of crazy. It's like, oh, crap, I'm old. Uh, but yeah, Olsen twins all day, man. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i rolling my girl, Kimmy. Oh, dang. Okay. Kimmy See, I thought about I thought about going with the uncle, man, because he was kind of cool. Joey? Joe, his name was Joey, right? I can't remember. Brittany will probably tell me if we're wrong. She's what is the uncle? What is the uncle's name, man? Uh, man, we got this cool thing called Google. Hold on, hop on it, Josh. Uh, I'll, enter- uh, I'll entertain people while you do that. Hey, can you sing us a song <laughs> while I look it up? Yeah, I got you, man. I can sing. Right. I can rap. Yeah. So, so uh, Dave Collier played Joey Gladstone, and then John yeah, Stamos yeah. played Jesse. Ooh, that's what I meant then. Jesse. Jesse. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Give me Jesse, the the hip, cool, cool guy. Yeah. Jesse yeah, would have been uh, a close second for me. Of course you go with Jesse. He's the complete opposite of you. He's hip and cool. <laughs> okay. Okay. Coming out. Coming out. Hey, right, hey, listen. You. Everybody listening right now, I'm completely kidding. Jack is the – we are team cool dads, okay? We are probably the coolest. And wait till you hear the mystery scoop later tonight because I'm going to ask a very cool question. I got to hear I'm, – I'm ready to hear Jack's answer. He doesn't know the question yet, and I'm going to hit him with it, and it's going to be good. So get, get ready Boy. for that. But that, Jack, brother, that's what I got for the toppings, man. Let me ask you this, Jack. While we're talking about iconic TV shows, were you a big Even Stevens fan? Oh, yeah. Bro, Even <laughs> Stevens, Malcolm in the Middle, all those, like, nine shows, like, they're nostalgic. Like, I would I was absolutely bench them, and, and it would bring me back to being, like, a kid. So, for oh, sure. Yeah. Love them. Love them. Tool Time still, still is my all-time favorite um, 90s show. Love Tool Time. Absolutely. Tool Time. <laughs> Yeah, the neighbor that you can only see his forehead, his eyes. Wilson, Wilson. Yeah, Wilson. <laughs> so, so, so funny story about that. I think I was reading something that that wasn't his like his original role wasn't supposed to be where you didn't see his face, but it just kind of fell that way, so they rolled with it. 
that poor actor. <laughs> he, when he signed up, he thought he had this great, great role, and then he turned out he he played like eight seasons of him behind a fence. Hey, but that's, that's all, it's all good, man. He's like a, a very memorable uh, yeah. character for only seeing you know the top of his head and his eyes. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Hey, Jack, I do, and I want to throw a, just a mystery topping in there. You sent this to Instagram on me earlier, and it has me so hyped. The Santa Claus TV show coming to Disney Plus with yeah. Tim Allen playing Santa. Tim Allen making the comeback. Limited series Santa Claus. Bro, the holidays next year are going to be lit. Your little boys, he, he'll be two. Um, yep. So you'll be coming into like prime Christmas season with the little boy. Mine will be getting closer to two. And you and I will be sitting around watching Tim Allen be santa claus and we'll remember when we were you know young kids so yeah it's gonna be awesome brother so so awesome man i'm super excited about it. it's gonna be a ton of fun uh to watch that but hey that's that's tonight topping brother that was, that was a good time hey guys so we uh so we did something different tonight instead of our scoops we actually we did an interview with jonathan overstreet uh had a, a good little conversation with him uh before we get into that jack i, I do want to tell you how excited i am for this for the playoffs this uh this weekend just see all these young quarterbacks um we're going to the interview but I, I i can't stress enough guys this is an electric weekend of football uh there's gonna be a lot of fun stuff going on and you're gonna see who we all uh kind of want to make it far in the playoffs on this interview with jonathan what's going on jonathan what's going on guys hey good man good how you doing brother i'm living a dream right now out here in houston weather's fantastic i mean this i'm just glad to be here yeah, I'll I'll, uh, I'll I'll tell you this, uh, and Jack can agree with me. Welcome to draft season, baby. It is the best time of the year. <laughs> Indeed, no Welcome to draft season. It's time to uh, it's time to start viewing those mock drafts, man. This is the best time on Madden. I love this time on Madden. After you know you don't make the playoffs and you just start picking up mock drafts and things like that. Yep, good times. Hey. Um, Hey, Jack, what's today's anniversary, by the way? What happened today, uh, you know, like four years ago? <laughs> ah, man, let me think. John, hold on, maybe Jonathan knows. Jonathan, you know what happened? Uh, I believe this is when Papa John took <laughs> off something on the menu. That could have been one. Uh, what else? What else? Um, I mean, I, I can't recall anything that happened about four years ago <laughs> in, uh, in Minnesota. I couldn't tell you. I have no Minnesota, idea. Minnesota, Minnesota Miracle? Ooh, Really? Yeah, so man, Stephon Diggs, man, he had he he did y'all dirty, ended the Saints yeah. playoff run, insane. Yeah, but you know what, Jonathan? At least, hey, hey, at least this year you won't feel the pain, brother, because you are currently draft prepping on January fourteenth. Hey, I'm Josh, on the big, the big Josh, comfy college. I was just gonna say, Josh, you know the sad thing is I'm not even sure if that's the worst one out of you know all the heartbreaks the Saints have had in the I know. playoffs. Just heartbreak after heartbreak. You, you know what? We needed a break. I'll be honest with you. We needed a break. So we're on a big, we're on a big uh, soft couch. You know, we're just hanging out. We're going to watch this. We're going to sit this one out. We needed a break. And uh, I'm glad we took it. So we're going to make sure that, uh, you know, maybe Tom Brady figures it out this year or someone else. But you know what? We needed a year off. So there we go. There you go. There you go. Well, hey, man, we appreciate you hopping on the pod with us tonight. Got a couple, got a couple fun questions. Obviously, playoffs coming up this weekend. A lot of great football. 
Uh, the first question I want to ask you a lot. Of, I mean, obviously we just passed, uh, you know, kind of where all the head coaches get let go at the end of the year, uh, a lot of, a lot of movement. So I, got, I have to question, I have to ask this question, Jonathan, uh, are head coaches in the NFL given enough time to be successful? Uh, and the reason I ask that is because uh, it's becoming more and more um, when, when coaches get fired after, you know, one, two, three seasons, and they're really not given an opportunity to turn the team around. And I do want to throw some data out there that two uh, Arguably the top two coaches, or we'll say we'll say top, they're in the top five uh, Hall of Fame coaches, Bill Parcells and Tom Landry. Bill Parcells, uh, his first year was he was three and twelve, and Tom Landry went zero and eleven in his first year. Mm-hmm. So, and they were obviously given um, you know a second season, and they went on to be obviously two of the be- the greatest coaches in the history of the NFL. So, are the are, are the leashes too short with uh, the head coaches in today's NFL? In today's NFL, Josh, yes. Uh, but here's the deal. That's the job they signed up for. Yeah. Um, the book stops with them. They get all the blame and none of the recognition. Um, what I would tell you is, is that um, when it comes to head coaches and teams and organizations, uh, if it doesn't match, if it doesn't marry up real well at the beginning, uh, you're going to be down a, a long road of defeat. But uh, I believe that these organizations should give these coaches at least time to build a culture. Uh, yeah. Once you build that culture, things after that should probably get better. Unless, you know, you got the Urban Meyer situation where things off the field are now impacting things on the field. So, I mean, I'll be honest with you. Just going into, you know, this this this, this week right now, I'm going to use the reference from Step Brothers. You know, these GMs are all in their rooms, right? They want to make bunk beds. And they, have all these, they have all these room for opportunities to make changes as far as the coaching and head uh, and assistant coaches and so forth and so on. But uh, to answer your question, no, they don't have a long enough leash. I mean, but I, I'm more concerned uh, with the David Cully situation. Uh, I'm more concerned with the Brian Floyd situation. Um, I mean, th- those other coaches involved, I get it. I understand it. But those two stand out to me the most. Um, but I, I also understand that these, there's a lot of potential new head coaches coming up. You, know, you got Jim Harbaugh maybe back in the mix, right? You yeah. got Jim, you know, you got Jim Caldwell out there also. You got Eric, Eric Benamy, you got Kellen Moore, all these different uh, mindsets out there. So I get why they're making these moves. But if I'm a GM, if I'm, a, if I'm the owner, I'm not ready to make that move right now. I want to build my team. Because the only person that loses in this is the fans. They yeah. lose. So, I mean, think about the Texans. I mean, you know, I think you mentioned this earlier when we were talking off, offline. They were competitive. Like, they had a dog fight. They had a dog in every fight. Absolutely. And, um, and, and now, you know, you're going to rebuild this coaching. You don't know what's going to happen. Uh, yeah. The Dolphins. Dolphins started off terrible. But at the end, turned it up real good, right? Uh, almost had a chance to get in the playoffs. And now you just mm-hmm. cut it off. So, yep. I mean, yeah, like I said, no, they're not given enough time to make an impact. Yeah, and, and, and I think, like, you, you hit the nail on the head. So, this year, uh, just for everyone out there listening that may not know every coach that was fired, uh, David Culley of the Texans, Joe Judge of the New York Football Giants, Brian Flores of the Dolphins, Matt Nagy of the Bears, Mike Zimmer of the Vikings, Vic Fangio of the Broncos, um, obviously Urban Meyer with the Jaguars. So, most of those coaches should have been fired. We can agree. You know, the Joe Judges, the Matt Nags, Mike Zimmers, Vic, like they should have been fired. 
Uh, but the two that 100% stand out are David Colley and Brian Flores. Brian Flores, because he's a good coach, and he's arguably going to be the most sought-after coach in this coaching cycle because of the success that he had with the Dolphins. Um, and then David Colley, he was given one year where his team yeah. was, was is not good. Uh, I mean, you have a third-round quarterback that maybe he is the future of the Texans, but I'm not sure if Davis Mills is, you know, and they're fighting. They beat the Chargers. They had some some solid victories, and they were in a lot of games. Um, to just give up on them after one year was a very, very interesting decision, to say the least. I mean, to kind of go back on it, I mean, um, like I said, the book stops with the head coach. When I think about these teams, I think about the uh, organization and how they started off in, a, in the executive office. Uh, I'm gonna take the, I'm gonna take the jab at them. There's no way um, I'm I'm gonna fire Brian Flores unless yeah. he's like you know he doesn't have the the locker room and I and I see it. Uh, I'm on the fence about Mike Zimmerman. I'm on the fence about him because I mean this year is totally different. The Vikings are in a tough division. I mean. I, I just I, I find it hard to fire a head coach and then turn around and say you want to win the next year. I mean, yeah, it, just, I, it's, I, it doesn't happen. I think I think Mike Zimmer got fired, and, and Jack, you you can correct me if you if you think I'm wrong. I think he got fired just because of mediocrity every year. You kind of expect the same thing. You're not really taking them over the top, so you need to fire him. Yeah, well, you know where they uh, when they they messed up was going out and signing Kirk Cousins. Yep. <laughs> The I former mean, Washington football team quarterback that, that is Mr. Mediocrity right hey, there. You, so. hey, you like that, Jack? You like that? <laughs> I bet the Vikings don't like that, man. But look, uh, you know, yeah, the leash the, the the leash is short as a head coach, but it is a result-driven league. I think there's definitely some questionable fires. Obviously, I, I think we hit on them. Um, but unfortunately, I think each situation is a little bit different, man. Some markets are tougher than others. Some you're going to get a little bit longer of a leash because you know it's a true rebuild where some of these other mar- markets you're just looking to put a pat like you know a band-aid over uh over the wound and hopefully be able to make the playoffs and then who knows man some of these guys might come in and sell it a certain way and then the the gm or or the owner mm-hmm. we're two years yeah. into it this is completely opposite of what you talked about you know, the, the offense is terrible. The offensive line hasn't improved. The defense is bad, whatever it may be, you know. Um, so ultimately, I think it comes down to not just the coaching, but also, you know, like I said, re- it's yep. results driven. So if you're not showing any per- improvement from year one to year two, I mean, it's it's a tough business to be in, man. But it, you sign up for that. I do think the the, the, the the fires that did happen, the ones for the Texans and the Dolphins, man, that those are head scratchers. Like, let's just yep. keep it real. Like the Texas yeah. situation was such a hard situation to come into, and they were competitive. So that one doesn't make sense to me. The only thing that I can think for me to wrap my head around that is if they think that Deshaun Watson's going to get cleared and he doesn't want that guy as his head coach. That's, That's all. The I only way. That's Man, the only, only way. Thing I can think of. If he <laughs> says, "Hey, I want," maybe they, he wants them to hire. Uh, Brian Flores or, or whoever yeah. it may be, you know, because uh, I yeah, know he has the Dolphins on his list. Yep. Yeah. He interviewed already. Saying, actually, hey, what we, I maybe we can save. Yeah, maybe we can. He's already interviewed. Maybe we could save our our quarterback because yeah, he, he gets cleared of all these charges. That's all I can think of. Well, if you think about it too, so David Culley was fired after Brian Flores. Yep. Dude, you know I got my tinfoil hat on right now. That, I was gonna bring it up because I know you like to rock it, and you have been rocking that thing a lot lately. I, that's the only way I can make sense of it. 
I mean, or else like you you hire this poor guy. He comes in, he actually does a really jo- good job in a tough spot, and then you fire him. It's like that's a like. terrible spot. That seems atrocious. Well, here's the thing. I think uh, I think they'll both end up getting with another team doing something. Brian Flores is going to get a head coaching job. Hopefully, yeah, Jimmy Cole no. gets the same opportunity as well. He's um, not going to get a head coach. He won't get another head coach. Yeah, it's chance. He when he did not do a bad job with the team, brother. Yeah, yeah, unfortunately, like it's it's thirty two jobs. It's hard to get one, and, and like, yeah, I just doubt he'll get another one. He's a little bit older. It's unfortunate, man, because he didn't do a bad job. Uh, yeah. he, he probably will latch on with another team, but, man, there's so many deserving coordinators out there that people are going to want to uh, want to have as the up-and-coming coach. It's harder for an older yep. guy uh, yeah. to land back on his feet like that. Yeah. Let me ask you guys this. Uh, you you have head. I actually have a head coach vacancy on my team. Um, but let's say you guys do. Would you rather have a head coach who specializes in defense or a head coach who specializes in offense? You want me wow. to take this one first, Jonathan? Yeah, you take that one. I'm, I'm going to listen in. So, Josh, is this specific to my team or just like if I had to create my my fa- you know fantasy team? We'll do we'll do it for your team. So if it's my team, then it's truly going to be based off my roster. I want somebody that can that preaches defense. No, look, let, let, think... let, let, let me let me bring it back. So you're equal on both sides of the ball. It's a fantasy team that's equal on both sides of the ball. What do you want, offense or defense? It's just for my viewing pleasure. Yeah. Yep. I want I want I want defense. Okay. I want somebody, okay. I want somebody that teaches somebody to go up and smack someone in the face. I don't I don't want, uh, you know the the look like. It'd be cool to have Sean Payton have a great passing attack, but I've always just identified with like a tough nosed defense that will come up and hit those high scoring offenses and make them have to run the football and stuff like that. That 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 attracts me to football. I like violence, brother. That's what I want on my I want my team to be violent. Well this Welcome is taking a turn for violence. Twenty twenty two. There's nothing wrong with that, man. I just like a hard nosed football team. I don't like a team that could be ran on. Like I don't. I don't want to see a game that's thirty-eight to to forty-one. I want to see that close, like a, a team that can come in and just shut another offense down. I want some close football, seventeen to twenty. That's, that's my style of football, man. I don't like this uh, flag football, bro. Uh, I'm I'm currently reading the NFL 100 book, and uh, very good read by the way. If you guys ever want to check it out, uh, but that's definitely the football from when football started, dude. Like that hard nose, like. It's yeah. three to three in the fourth quarter. You're just duking <laughs> it out, man. So, Jonathan, what you got, offense or defense? Hey, man, offense sells tickets, and I'm all about selling tickets, man. Uh, yeah, being the a same thing, my man. Yeah, I mean, hey, look, hey, but being, hey, being but Jonathan, fan. defense, defense wins championships, though. So. Oh, hey, he hit you where it hurt, brother. Look, you're absolutely, you're absolutely right. But look the what the Buccaneers, up, look what the Buccaneers did to the Chiefs, man. Sir, hey, hey let all, me, I, all it, I can say is, all I can say is, the game of football is about the highest score at the end of the match. Okay. So, if you run up the score, you can have a great defense. After a while, your offense has to score, has to, and that's how the Saints beat so many great teams. Hell, I mean, think about it. I mean, they they, they were up 14, 14 points, seventeen points by halftime. Hey, you you don't have a quarterback that can throw the ball. The game's done. Yeah. And that's what a terrible defense. Okay. Well, hey, that uh, that, I, I witnessed you, Trent Dilfer win a win a Super relax. Bowl. 
relax. <laughs> so, so and that was and that was Ray Lewis, and and that that was a whole nother like, level of defense. Hey, I'm just saying, you guys said I could they, build wait, my fantasy wait, team. First, I got hey, every playing free for me. And I got Ray right in the middle. Who did they play that year? Didn't they play the Giants? They played the Giants against Kerry Collins. Okay, C- C- case closed. Old scary Kerry. <laughs> Hey, all right. So, so let me ask you this. So that brings me. I think I may know. Uh, no, I don't think Jack's gonna roll with it. But uh, uh, to the second question I got for you, for you, Jonathan, what are you most excited to see during uh, this year's playoffs, Jack? I want you to. I want you to let me know as well. Which, what are you most excited to see? Man, for it, me, hey, it, it, it can be a player too. If it's just a player that you want to see in the playoffs, hey, it's. It, I'll be frank. For me, uh, being a football fan, and you know, I'm not gonna tell my age, but. You know, being about 35, 36 years old, I'm excited to see these young quarterbacks play, man. Yeah. Bro, I'm so excited. I mean, look, I love Tom. I mean, Patrick, I'm not going to call him old, but, he, you know, he's proven already. Mm-hmm. Uh, Big Ben, proven. Dak, uh, can he be proven? I don't know, but he's been a while for a while. For a while for, he's been around for a while now. But to have these young QBs walk in to Wild Call Weekend, I want to know who's up next. Yeah. I'm excited to see that. I'm so excited to see that. Would Derek Carr figure it out and be that uh that the next MVP for the league? I no, bold bold take, bold take. Yeah, I mean, it could could it happen? Does Jalen Hurts figure it out? I feel like I'm on Dragon Ball Z right now, right? <laughs> but I feel like, you know, you know, would Jalen Hurts become that next level quarterback? We don't know. And it's all gonna be it's all gonna be proven this weekend. So that's what yep. I'm excited about. Jack, what you got? I think I'm most excited about watching the Cincinnati Bagels. Oh, my God. I think I'm excited to watch more of that Joey B to Jamar Chase and T. Higgins connections, man. Uh, I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited for the fireworks. That's what I'm – I would agree. Younger quarterbacks, I would love, you know, looking forward to seeing yep. Jalen Hurts play the play the GOAT. I think they're going to play them tough, man. And then yep. also in uh, Josh Allen play, I, I think if we're talking about who's up next, I mean, he has the potential to be – up next, he's got an incredible skill set in terms of running and passing. Um, but obviously, Joey B, like he's taking the league by storm coming back from an ACL, MCL, mm-hmm. and that Jamar Chase, T Higgins, that offense is electric, man. So I'm excited yeah. for the, the, the Raiders Cincy game, and uh, let's see if Joey B's up for uh, you know, up for the moment. I think he is, man. He's a gamer. I'm really depressed that we have to watch Big Ben instead of Justin Herbert. I won't <laughs> lie about that. Y'all know hey, how I feel about Justin Herbert. That- yeah, I mean, hey. I know how that happened, but how did it happen? I know how I'm it so happened, but why did it happen? Hey, make I'll, it make sense for me. Hey, I'll I'll tell you how it happened. We do a little segment on here called the Dogs of the Week, and <laughs> Big Daddy over here picked my man Derek Carr and the the Las Vegas Raiders to upset the Chargers. Easily and, the best game of the year. And was oh, my yeah. dog barking? Your dog barked, brother. Now we have to watch big, big. We gotta fall asleep through a big, big playoff game. All thirty-six yards of him passing. Hey, hey, it's a farewell hey, game. How about that? Hey, yeah. hey, hey, guys. Speaking of that, we're gonna end this interview with a pick'em segment. All right, and I'm okay. gonna keep these picks, and we're gonna see if any of us are correct. First up, all right, Derek Carr and the Las Vegas Raiders versus Joey B and the Cincinnati Bengals. I think I know where you guys are going, and it, it's it's. Probably the same pick as me. I'm rolling with the Bengals. Who y'all got? Yeah, I got the uh, Bengals. I got Joey. Joey showing up and showing out, man. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, no doubt. Co- completely agree. Bengals, man, at home against the Raiders. I, I'll take Joey B, man. Let's get it, get it popping. 
All right, next up we have uh, the Patriots versus the Bills. I have the Buffalo Bills, baby. Who y'all got? Well, I'm breaking tables my... with you, brother. I'm breaking tables with you. I got the Buffalo Bills. Let's go. Who you got, Jonathan? When are you guys going to learn that Bill Belichick doesn't have to play around in the playoffs? <laughs> like, I don't understand. Look, I, 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 I know the Bills are a better team. I'm not debating that. I'm saying that the Patriots, I'm not going against Bill Belichick. I refuse to. Nick Saban lost already this year. Bill Belichick won't. It doesn't happen. They don't lose in the same year. It doesn't happen. So <laughs> I think Mac Jones. I think Mac Jones hitting that rookie wall, man. Give me, give me Josh Allen all day. Let's go, all right. baby. All right. Next game up. Eagles, Bucks. Y'all ready for this one? I got Jalen Hurts. Get out of here. Shaking yeah, and baking. You're tripping. You're Eagles tripping. When I said it's gonna they're gonna play them tough, I think they could cover the spread, but I definitely got the goat. Chill. Uh, Hey, the goat. Yeah, you're making this easy for us. Josh. Stop, stop, stop <laughs> playing with him, Josh. Stop hey. playing with the goat, man. Stop listen, playing. He, listen. Look what he did last year. Look what he's doing this year. Stop playing I, with the I, goat. I man. just, I'm, I'm telling you, man. I'm, I'm just telling you that. We'll, we'll, hey, we'll see. Next up, 49ers Cowboys. I got the 49ers, baby. Let's go. Yep, four nine boys. I got the uh, Cowboys. Don't get it done. Ooh, who you got, Jack? Yeah, I'm gonna take the 49ers, man. Uh, I think Jimmy G's, Jimmy G's been playing some ball, and uh, they're getting Trent Williams back. They'll be able to run the ball on the Cowboys. And I think the Niners' D is actually uh, sneaky good. Watch out for uh, Nick Bosa. Hey, hey, watch this. There's a saying out there. Uh, they are who we thought they were, and we let them off the yeah. hook. Yeah, yeah, that, that's going to be uh, the Cowboys at the end of the game. The 49ers, are, they're a good team. The Cowboys should win, but the 49ers are going to pull it out, and they are who we thought they were. They are. All right, moving on. Steelers versus Chiefs. There's a part of me that wants to pick the Steelers, but I'm gonna roll with the Chiefs. <laughs> yeah, I think nah, Big Ben picked the Chiefs. Big Ben picked the Chiefs. He already picked the Chiefs to win. Yeah. So. yeah hey, he that may, that may have been one of the best quotes ever. <laughs> He's like, "We're just playing with house money. Let's just go out there and play." Like, <laughs> You already know you're losing when you start talking like that, man. Give me the Chiefs. All day. Oh. I'll take the Chiefs 100 times out of 100, man. No way. Likewise. Likewise. All right, last last game, Cardinals-Rams. I have the Arizona Cardinals, baby. They're technically the underdog, man. So, hmm. Interesting. Jonathan, who you got, man? All right. So, um, I'm glad this is a Monday night game. Uh, both of these quarterbacks are unproven. Um, I got the Rams only because of their defense. Yeah, this one's like – this is one of those tougher games for me to pick because I could see either either team winning. Yeah. Everybody talks about – yeah, everybody talks about Stafford. They put him on a good team with a good coach. He's going to ball out. I just – over these past few games, I haven't seen it. Give me mm-hmm. the cards, man. I'll take the cards. All right, wow. we got cards and we got Jonathan with the Rams. Awesome, man. We'll see. Here's here's the beautiful thing. We could see hopefully all of our picks come true. Uh some won't though because we all didn't pick the same. But boys, when the Eagles beat the Bucks, just know I'm smiling at you, okay? <laughs> just just know I'm smiling at you. But hey, you know man, what that I is. can't that's, believe that's... I can't believe a New York football John out here picking. The I know, Eagles. right? I know, right? Man, I just that means here's... you got a root for them, man. I'm not rooting for him. No, no, no. I'm not rooting. You don't want your picks to come true? Not that pick. No. Um, Technically, I. That defeats the purpose. Yeah. 
technically, I, I just think they're going to win. I have one of those feelings, man. So I believe that the Eagles are going to win. Okay. I just think they're going to I'll say this, man. I'll say this. This season started off a little bumpy for me, but it definitely ended up uh, with a lot of excitement. Um, and, and, and any one of these teams in the playoffs could pull it off, minus the Steelers. Uh, yeah, but, I just uh, I, I, and, and like for the Eagles, I just think they've been playing well. You know, it pains me to say yeah. it. Obviously, I don't want the Eagles to win, but I just feel like they've been playing very well. And I don't know, man. I just got a feeling the Eagles win. So we'll see. Playing we'll Tom see. I, <laughs> Jack is <laughs> very <laughs> like they're playing Tom Brady. Like yeah, yeah. all man, hey, look, all look, man, Tom Brady. You're right, the the Eagles have been playing well. They got smoked because they sat all their starters. I don't know if I agree with that. You know, the Cowboys had their their season pretty much wrapped up, and Dak went out there and kept the momentum. So we'll see how they do against the GOAT. But the Bucks are getting some players back, man. They're getting Leonard Fournette back. So mm-hmm. we'll see. Yeah, it, it would be a shocker. I, th- I think the biggest shocker, if any of any of these teams were, were – any of the dogs were to bark, it would be the Steelers over the Chiefs. That would be mayhem. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. The, if you're gonna, if you want to pick a dog, it's Niners over Cowboys all day. We know what the Cowboys do in the playoffs. Let's be honest. Yeah, who we thought they were. They all. Who hey, we is is Jimmy G playing, or is, is Trey Lance going to start? Yeah. No, 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 no. Jimmy G's playing. Trent Williams okay. is back, bro. Okay. Watch out, the Niners. The Niners been playing some decent ball, bro. So, uh, and, and they, you know, we already know that uh, Shanahan can scheme it up. So let's oh, yeah. let's see how let's see how it goes. Yep. What's going to be exciting, boys? It's going to be a lot of fun games this weekend. I uh, can't wait. It's going to be a lot of. I think we all want the Bengals to, to do a lot of things in the playoffs. So it's going to be it's going to be a ton of fun to see all these young quarterbacks. But Jonathan, hey man, we appreciate you hopping on with us tonight. Oh yeah, no doubt, man. I appreciate appreciate you guys having me on. Cool, and right, uh, we will uh, we'll we'll have hey we'll have to get you on before the uh, since the season's over. We'll get you on before the draft um, just to see if yeah. your Saints are taking a quarterback or not. So. Nah, Jameson's our guy. I mean, uh, if you listen back to uh, uh, to the earlier podcast, I was on the fence about him, but Jameson's—he's our guy. Uh, we're gonna move forward with him. Uh, we're probably gonna pick up a wide receiver with our top pick in the uh, next year's draft. So, uh, yep, it's Jameson. We, you don't have a deep bomb threat. You just gotta make the time. You, so we'll, see. well, hey, we'll, we'll give you back uh, some time so you can go check out some mock drafts. All right, for sure. <laughs> Welcome right, mock draft season, bro. All right, later. Mock draft right, season. Man. Later. Hey, man, that was a good interview. Yeah, for sure, man. Uh, you know, NFL playoffs are here, man. Got some got some uh, interesting matchups. I think it uh, be really cool to see how all these games play out. Uh, but, man, the Bucks going down to the Eagles, eh? Brother, I had it. But we can all say one thing. Bengals Nation, baby. Bengals, Bengals Nation. Bengals Nation. Who day? Stand up, baby. Let's go, man. It's going to be fun. Jack, hey, brother. So I got to ask you a question, man. We're going to go ahead and hop in to your favorite time of the night. Are you ready, brother? Brother, am I ever? Let's get it. All right, man. So I, I thought of this. So No, but I ripped one right before he showed up, so he knew he was boss. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. We have now <laughs> hit another episode talking about a toot, Jack. We are on the road to 1,000. All right, man. All right. Hey, hey. It's it's uh last scoop, best scoop, brother. Latest Let's do it, baby. For me, dog. Let's go. All right, man. All right, so just a, it's just a quick and easy question, okay? Um, okay. What? Watch this. Two questions. What were your go-to shoes in the early two thousands? Okay, and then yep. 
have you did you ever use shoe paint the white shoe paint that would white out your shoes if they got dirty yeah go yes i still use the, the white out paint Come <laughs> no on, way man. Used to, with with the yeah. style, with the with like the styrofoam end or whatever that you yes <laughs> i still use it on some of my vans I'll be whiting out my shoes when they look crusty as I'm on a budget, bro. You think I can afford new shoes? That's hey, amazing. The worst part about the whiteout paint is when you actually get it on the fabric, though, and then you're yes. like, then you're kind of screwed. <laughs> yeah, I had a pair of Vans where I literally was trying to edge them up, make them look nice and clean, and then I got it all over the fabric. I was like, man, I ruined <laughs> these. That's amazing. That's amazing. like JJ tried doing it. Let me tell you, it was bad. <laughs> Hey, looking back on uh, my childhood, what were the shoes that really like my go-to shoes or like the ones the ones that left a lasting impact on me? I had some uh, Penny Hardways, bro. I was really into basketball. Had those pennies, bro. I felt like I, I might have been five, uh, five or six. I just felt like I could hoop. Like you put your shoes on and you just felt like it made a difference. Like it, it was all psychological. I still stunk. Still couldn't make a bucket if my life depended on it. But when I put those shoes on, man, I was I was Penny Hardway, but or Michael Jordan or whoever I wanted to be. But yeah, I had some pennies, man, that uh that I can remember like to this day buying those shoes, going to the store. I remember the basketball season. Um, yeah, Penny Hardways. That's awesome, man. Super. Hey, I gotta find. A, I gotta see a pick of them too, man. If you have more, or let me know what year they're from so I can look at them. Um, yeah, I, bet yeah, no, just... I got you. Like, if they sold them now, bro, they were they, honestly they'd be worth a ton of money, man. Penny Hardways actually are pretty, pretty retro. Yeah, yeah, and, I, and, I got you. I'll send you a pick. They're black and hey, white. And, They're dope. Hey, and big shout out to uh, my amazing wife uh, Janet because she helped me come up with this because I was struggling on one, and she just started firing off all these good questions. There was like so many questions coming at me, <laughs> I didn't know what to do. I'm like. Where are you getting all these from? She's like, I'm just thinking of them. I'm like, that's nice. when you realize in a moment that you outkicked your coverage. I'm struggling to get one. Qu- I'm like Googling stuff. I'm trying to figure your question out. Yeah. Like rip yeah. them off her head. That's funny. It's just when you realize like a woman's creativity is like a little bit better than ours. or they're thinking outside the box more. Uh, yeah. I'm like, that's me, a great I, question. I'm like, I want to know what shoes you wore when he, when he was younger. It's awesome. Like it's, hey. it brings you back to the day. Yeah, like I look. Let's put it this way: I wore a ton of basketball shoes because I was always playing sports. But the pennies, like, are the I think they're from like '96, bro. I was like in the second second grade, probably. Dude, those I just remember feeling like I was like gonna like just be a walking bucket. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You just you're out there. You're out there, Kevin Cooper, and you're throwing flames. Yeah, absolutely, Ice Man. Yeah, big, big shout out to our, our boy C, uh, CFO Kev. Um, For sure. Tell me about you, man. Uh, shoes the you know the shoes you wore as a kid. What one pair stuck out to you, man? Uh, yeah. So for me, it was more like my uh, my my younger teenage years. Uh, these were these were a pair that were my go tos, man. And I was ultra fly. I used to switch the laces in them because uh, I was just that type of dude. Uh, it was none other than the all white K Swisses, baby. And the low tops, though, the low tops. And and I know you remember them. And brother, when I Duh, hey, stop playing, you're wearing Skechers. <laughs> hey, when, when, when I was rolling clean in those and, and I would match my laces to my shirt, dude, I'm talking about I had eagle wings on my back. I was so fly like you would see me coming, but I was floating because I was fluttering in the back with them. Right. dude. Hey, real question. And then for it, you. Real question. What's up? What's up? Did you ever rock a pair of Air Force Ones when that Nelly song came out? 
I can't say that I rocked Air Force Ones, but I definitely Hang rocked. Uh, listen, though, I had uh, what used to be called soldieries. Do you remember those? Nah, man. We're clearly oh, yeah. from different parts of the world, brother. <laughs> the old school Reeboks. I had those. I had some okay. uh, some multicolored Reeboks that I would wear. So nice. yeah, man. yeah. No, but, I had uh, Air Force Ones, man. Give me two pair. Let's go. I did. I didn't have the forces, brother. I did not have the forces. Bro, but have the, I had the high tops and the lows. No, I, I know. I had friends that had them. I didn't. I had one buddy that had like thirty pairs of forces, dude. When that song was like real popular, he had them all. Um, oh yeah. But I no, man. I was I was just an all white K Swiss guy, dude. That was uh, and I would that match the laces. About, that sounds about right. Oh, is that a, is that a little sly at your boy? <laughs> little a little a little chop to the neck. Hey, no, nah, that sounds about right. Yeah. I wouldn't be no, surprised just... if you're still rocking them with your multicolor, <laughs> multicolor laces matching hey, your, your hey. polos with the collar poly pops, right? No, hey, you, you said polo. I'm like, how did he know? But then he said collar popped. I didn't pop the collar, but uh, definitely to match my polos, dude. Come on now, and, duh. Yeah, that your, was your your polo with your hookah shells, right? Uh, I didn't wear the hookah shells with the polos, man. Well, that was more like if I was wearing the hookah shells, I was wearing Birkenstocks. You remember those, like the brown slip-on Birkenstocks? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah, I got I, now. I now I got a full picture of you in my head. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And what's funny is it's it, you look the same. So I don't even know why you're over here trying to act like you didn't have all the same stuff. <laughs> nah, man. So, when I was when I was a teenager, I was thugging in some forces. Come on now. Hey, listen, I know, act like I wasn't rocking Echo. Come on now. <laughs> Everybody was rocking Echo and Fat Farm. Relax, That's dude. Hilarious. Duh. That's funny. Oh, it's awesome. Nah, hey, man. Hey, awesome, awesome. Hey, man. Fun time, dude. Man, a phenomenal pod tonight, brother. Uh, had so much fun. Great. Uh, great. That mystery scoop was fun, dude. I'm glad I got to. Yeah. yeah. No, no, uh, no. Some no. pennies. Sure. Got, I got to check sure. those pennies out, though, man. I need to see what they look like. I got you, bro. Hey, before we wrap, man, I got, I got a question for you. Hey, I got an answer. All right, man. Lay it on me right now. Super Bowl okay. winner. Let's go. Ooh, Super Bowl winner. Are you ready for this? Joey B. You Cincinnati Bengals, baby. You knew it was coming. <laughs> Let's, Let's go. go. My man's been in the well all year, and he ain't leaving. He said, I'm staying. Brother, I'm living here rent-free, baby. I'm Let's in go. the well. I'm, how many times have I gone back to the well? Dude, you're hunkered well down in the well, bro. You literally have like a man cave down there. Hey, tell, tell me you haven't been hyped with my well picks, though, because they always come through. Hey, man, your dogs bark, especially when you roll with Joey B. Let's see if he can do it, though. That'd be, that'd be awesome. So, this Second is, year. This is be... Brother, he could be. Hey, Jonathan called him a potential MVP on the uh, on the podcast. I mean, on the interview. So we'll see. Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, he's he, heck of a year, man. Me, personally, you want my Super Bowl pick? Of course I want Super Bowl pick. Let me take the Buffalo Bills. Let's get it. Ooh, I like it. coming, And they're both AFC teams, so they could potentially meet in the AFC championship. They could game. meet, brother. But I like the Bills, man. I really do. Hey, I like hey, the Bills. We're about, we're about to find out. Hey, guys, we appreciate you hanging out with us tonight. Uh, enjoy the playoffs this weekend. There's going to be some electric games. And uh, we will see you guys next weekend. Anything else you want to add? Nah, man, nothing to add. Got to get back to my mock drafts. Mock draft season, baby. And don't forget the most important thing. This is the Pizzard for the people. See you all next week.